Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI. I'm happy I taught you a new calming method. We're going to be trying something new here. Welcome back to Alexa for Musicians, otherwise known as Musician's Voice. We're here today with Sam Rothstein. How's it going, y'all? Welcome to the show. Uh, good to see you, man. Thank you for having me. Now, I heard you've got an album that's coming out soon. I do. It's called One More Jug. One More Jug. One More Jug. And this is following up last album. I was just bumping Lights, Lights Out, out in, in the, the Palace. Palace. Yes. Really good intro. Really good Thank throughout. You. When did that come out? Back in that May? Was last May. Uh, with that uh, project... Really what had happened, it had been a long time since I had recorded a project, and I had the concept of Lights Out in the Palace, but I didn't have any songs, and my uh, business partner, slash producer, slash DJ, slash roommate, uh, Raiden Labs, he was making new beats. I heard some of them that I liked, and I was like, okay, well, give me those, and I'll see what I can do. And then I was just feeling really unproductive, so one morning I woke up, I made the album art, and I had this date at a venue that I didn't know what to do with. And so I just said, hey, the album's coming out May 19th, and that's when my release show is, and I didn't have a single song written, and it was two months away. So I just realized that after not having a job for a while, that uh, I need deadlines, and I don't work well without them. So mm -hmm. I had to give myself the deadline, or I knew the project wouldn't get done. So I was like, you know what, let's just see what I can get done in two months, and see what I can put out by then. And so that's, that's the album that I came up with. I just kind of realized, like, if I give myself too much time to sit and fuck with it and plan it out too much and tweak this and that, you know, like I like stuff that is uh, raw and it feels organic and it's got flaws in it and it's got mistakes. I love music with mistakes in it and stuff like that. So yeah, I, it's a very flawed project. <laughs> if you're watching this and you haven't checked out any of Sam's music, go on to Spotify, iTunes, any streaming platform and look up Lights Out in the Palace. Mm -hmm. You will not be disappointed. And the new album, One More Jug, is going to be coming out at the end of March. Yeah, end of March, early April. Yeah, it's called One More Jug. It's, that's based off of a line from uh, a friend of mine uh, who is one of the best rappers in Columbus, Ness Words. Uh, he passed tragically a couple years ago, but that was one of the lines in his song was, One More Jug, then I'll quit the game. And that line always stuck with me because the next line after it was, I'm really lying, but it's sounding great. And like... The whole album is about the idea of like, okay, well, I'll just do this one last thing. I'll do this one last thing and then I'll stop this. And if I can just do this and get to this point, then I can stop and mm -hmm. then I'll change. And, and, you know, and it's about that kind of lie that we tell ourselves and how when you, you know, you do that one more thing, all it does is just bring you deeper and deeper into it, not further and further out. So that's kind of the idea behind that. Um, and again, this one will all be produced by one producer as well, a guy named Philly G from uh, Cincinnati. He just randomly sent me a bunch of beats and I had known him before and like they just sounded like the music I wanted to make. So I was like, you know, this feels good and it sounded like when I started rapping seven years ago or at least taking it seriously, the beats and the songs I was writing, it sounded like the music I wanted to make when I first started. It sounded like the fantasy hmm. envisioned type music. And so I realized like, okay, I think I finally arrived 
as an artist, like a recording artist and a rapper to a point to where I'm confident enough to actually make my first album. Because I've never actually had an album. Lights Out in the Palace isn't technically an album. It's a, it's a EP. Same with Sad Los Angeles, the one before that. That was an EP and then Blood Orange before that. Those are the three projects that I've, you know, actually released and are on Spotify and everything else like that. The other two are mixtapes, well, the other three actually or mixtapes that uh, were pretty much SoundCloud only and stuff like that, because I didn't own half the beats and whatnot. So the three projects that I've officially released, uh, well, and I guess technically there's four, because I released a live album as well. Um, but yeah, I've never actually released a full album. This is about to be album. your first album. Yeah, this will be my actual debut album as Sam Rothstein. So as sad as that is. <laughs> One of the things I've admired about you is your place within the Columbus music ecosystem. Mm -hmm. You're not just a performer. Mm -hmm. But you do a lot with collaborative and multidisciplinary storytelling. I've mm -hmm. seen you work with Cloud City. I've mm -hmm. seen you work with Orange Judio. I've mm -hmm. seen you running your own events. And mm -hmm. pretty much every single musician in Columbus knows your name, whether they're working with you or they know somebody that's working with you. Mm -hmm. You've been a very nice pioneering mind for Columbus, driving innovation. Yeah. Thank you. And you're helping what we're doing because there are more musicians in Columbus on Alexa than any other city. Mm -hmm. And I see you as a critical aspect of that because Columbus is building this. So you kind of being a driver of Columbus music. Yeah. I'm really bringing this to you and kind of bowing and being like, what do you think? Because I really value your opinion. So looking at this, I definitely see us collaborating more on building out this platform more. Yeah, for um, sure. I want to build... We are building this together, all of the musicians mm -hmm. of Columbus, to make this big for Columbus. Because this came out of Columbus, and there are 20-some musicians right now on this platform. Yeah. So. Well, the thing that excites me about this, especially from my perspective, as somebody who was always sort of kind of skeptical of the streaming aspect of music, I think that you know streaming and music is really, really good for the consumer, obviously. It's, it's, there's no better time in the universe to be a music fan than now. Because you can hear it anywhere. You can hear all the shit you want ten times over a million different ways. But that also adversely affects the value of music. Because nobody really anticipated how much time would really be spent listening to music. No one anticipated that one song could be listened to a hundred million times. Or, you know what I mean? Like, And that there'd be a way to measure the, how many listens they've had. Because that's the thing. It used to be measured in album sales. And even when iTunes started and, you know, the music industry first kind of had their counterattack to Napster, it was like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to, you know, meld technology and music. That didn't even last that long. Mm -mm. And you can still buy tracks off, uh, you know, Amazon and Google and all that other stuff. And people do buy them for sure. But I was always kind of skeptical of it. I was always kind of skeptical of where do smaller artists fit into the big equation here? Because, you know, it didn't used to be like... You would go to Best Buy to get a Dell CD. You didn't go to this Best Buy to get a local punk band CD. It's not the same, but now it is. So now we are more directly competing with these bigger artists that have more uh, exposure, just you know, more labels and stuff behind them. So it kind of levels the playing field in a weird way. But that's also how you have these bedroom artists that end up getting millions and millions of plays and yeah. followers and get recognition and notoriety by the industry. Why I think this is important, though, just getting back to it. I told you I ramble. Uh, <laughs> you came back to the main tracks. I appreciate it. Why, uh, why I do think it's important, though, is because it gives us a little more real estate in the platform to where it's like it gives us a, another tool in the belt of being like, hey, you can go listen to my music on these platforms, and people are going to be like, okay, well, I can listen to fucking anybody's music on the platforms. 
But it's like, hey, if you look for me, though, you'll actually hear my voice. And you're bringing a human element to it as well. It's not just tapping on a screen. It's not just, I don't know, I'm, I'm a big fan in this day and age of keeping things as human as possible still. I love technology. I've always been a tech nerd and stuff like that. Um, but the reason I'm, I have a successful business throwing events is because people want human experiences. People want to be around people. They want to experience closeness again. They want to experience intimacy and, you know, they want to maybe feel somebody sweat on them or actually accidentally get elbowed in the face in a mosh pit or whatever it is. Hmm. People want that though. People miss humanity, especially younger people too, because they've lived longer without it than someone like me who's 31. You know, I had house phones and cassette tapes when I grew up, you know, like I'm not that old, but I feel like I'm really old when I say shit like that. And uh, so I don't know. I think that this is bringing a human element into a very not human feeling space. And I was always skeptical about streaming because I loved buying the CD. I loved pulling the booklet out and reading it and seeing the cover and seeing, feeling it. You know what I mean? Yes. And so the more of that type of experience we can bring into, you know, because I loved reading the little thing where the band would say thank you or whatever. You know what I mean? Just those little touches that let remind you that this music that's so powerful and important to you, that there's still a real human behind it, hmm. you know, like, and you guys are really helping to do that and add a whole new dimension to, you know, because so many local musicians too, will just send their video out to promote it. They'll just send what it, with no context, no, any real thing behind it. But this gives context, even in the most simple, you know, version of, you know, the script or whatever they're saying, like, you still get to hear what they sound like when they talk, how they talk. And I don't know, that's really interesting and exciting to me. When I first heard it, I was just like, wow, this is the fucking future. This is like Star Trek stuff. Three so. things, if I can remember them, that I thought was noteworthy out of that. One, that human touch. Mm -hmm. Actually creating an experience, yeah. which is human-centric. The second one, those liner notes. Yeah. That's one of the things building this I've been trying to create is that story that you get the background on the musician, the yeah, background exactly. of what they did. Yeah. And then the third one is eluding me. I can't, I, I lost it. <laughs> Appreciate where it's at. What we've been experimenting with right now, and this is definitely, I agree with you, this is definitely longer than <laughs> we normally do before we go, but your mind is, your mind works in a good way with this. We've been creating these different experiences, and I'm going to throw a couple of these at you to, mm -hmm. to hopefully get you on page with what we've seen so far. Because again, yeah. no other musicians in the world are doing this. Yeah. Columbus musicians are the only ones that are experimenting with this new platform. Yeah. So musicians like October Jones and Static Res. Mm -hmm. At Orange Judio, they literally set up a sound booth at this recording studio and then said, here, let's rope some people in from the listening party, send them in to try it out. Yeah. And it adds to the listening party for not only to get to hear from October from Static Res, here's my album, Yo, pick a song from it. Okay, you pick an EDM vibe. Here's that. Right. You pick an R&B vibe. Here's that. Yeah. Going off into the side room and then hear his voice. Tell me a story about it. And then you hear a story. Oh, that's kind of cool. And he didn't talk about it out there. Yeah, and yeah. And I can hear it anytime. Another use case is when you're at home. Mm -hmm. You probably get a million DMs a day from fans as well as other musicians mm -hmm. as well as record labels and managing companies. And half of them are going to ask you the exact same question. Yeah. What if they could just ask Alexa and then get that immediate response? Right. And creating custom experience, custom, the third one is creating custom listening experiences for users. Mm -hmm. We're in an age of artificial intelligence. Context. Yeah. You said context. That was the yeah. third thing I liked because with artificial intelligence, context is everything. Yeah, absolutely. When you're scrolling on IG, context creates your feed. Not only yeah. your friends, not only your location, the time of day, 
everything about the context of how you're scrolling right. shapes that. An album is a very um, static piece of content. It is yeah. linear. It is, linear music is what we have. Yeah. Every time there's the same progression, growth, and end. Yeah. With artificial intelligence and with these devices, we can start to get context. Do they have a screen? Could we play a music video for them? Yeah. Are they in the car? Should we play something different? Are they yeah. male or female? Are they coming back regularly? And then based off of that, let's rearrange Sam Rothstein's album to yeah. give this specific user the album that's going to be best for them. Yeah. To create And to be able to, if you could make it out of the catalog to where it's like, because I really miss the idea of mixed CDs and mixtapes. You know what I mean? To be able to have a platform that could take an artist that you just discovered and they'd be like, okay, well, you liked these three songs. We compiled a whole mixtape for you of this artist. I like that. You know what I mean? Like anything like that. Uh, also, sorry, I'm not trying to... I, I don't know if, if this perfect. is like insider information that I should be waiting for meetings. But uh, but no, I just feel like, um, again, that was a... That was a human thing from back in the day. When technology, I was one of the first kids in my school that had a CD burner. And so I was the plug for burned CDs. You know what I mean? That's funny. But uh, but also, I you know I remember I, I used Napster. I was in the fifth grade. It was 1999. And when I used Napster for the first time, and it, it changed my life. It, it was because it wasn't just, uh, you know, getting music for free. That's not what it was. It was getting... Rare bootleg live recordings that you could never get anywhere else. Mm. You know what I mean? It was about exclusive content. And it was the first people to upload their music to Napster and the internet were real music collectors back in the day. People that had so much actual tapes and CDs and things like that that they were like, man, I need to save these on a hard drive somehow and whatnot. And so that's really where it came from was the idea of music collection and stuff. And I feel like with Spotify and a lot of streaming services, we've sort of, we've, lost it and gained it now it's like we have the the music collection we just have the collection of music and it's on the cloud it's all out there but people's individual tastes now aren't shown in collections but they're reflected in you know their listening trends and stuff like that and now it's sort of you know now it is ai sort of telling you like hey well this is the stuff you like i mainly listen to music on youtube and because I think YouTube's recommendations are insane. Like YouTube like just shows me shit all the time that they're like, I bet you're going to like this. And most of the time they're right. But uh, so I think that if we can do that too with local artists and make it feel the, that same kind of way, um, I don't know. That could be, could be helpful and whatnot. Sam, I got to express gratitude. Thank you for being here in Columbus. Yeah, you're, you're helping the city level up. I, so thank you. For I that. love the city. This, I, you know, I'm not even originally from here, but it, you know, I made a career here, and the people of Columbus have helped me immensely. And I do think there is something truly unique and exceptional about what we've built here. Um, it, it's definitely not all just me. It's definitely, you know, I couldn't do what I do without the help, cooperation, generosity, and patience of hundreds, literally hundreds of people. And so they need to be thanked just as much as me. But the city itself needs to be thanked. I just think that. Uh, we're the type of people that we don't care if anyone gave us permission. We're just going to go do it and make it. And I love that about it. So, so 15 minutes in. Let's now get started. Okay. I'm going to back out of the way and let you drive. This is your interactive album creation on Amazon Alexa. Okay. Cool. Go ahead, Sam. Uh, so the first song, do I just do the... So am I... Do I have to go through and do all this? Yes, sir. Okay. Create my album. Do I sign in with my Gmail? Yes, sir. Oh, man. This is exciting. Hold on. See, and this is the, where I need to get a shorter Gmail address. Oh, oh no. Let me. 
it auto signed in with my Google. Ah, uh, okay. I'm just gonna sign out. This will not happen on your own device. Yeah, because with this as well, what you could do is if you had the ability to put multiple albums on here, you could have artists making small mixtapes of their own stuff, like little three song clusters of like, well, these three songs are about, you know, this is like the way some authors will, um, you know, they'll be like, well, this is my L.A. trilogy or this is my whatever. And they're not even really connected like that, but they are in general theme mm -hmm. and they are kind of, uh, you know, they're all sort of touching on the same subject matter to some degree. And you could have artists making little kind of mixtapes of their own stuff. Like little themed albums? Yeah. Mixtapes? And this would be also for artists that already have a pretty decent sized existing catalog. Um, someone like you. Someone like a Trigno. Someone like yeah, a, exactly. the people who already have a massive collection. Oh, no. Do the two-factor authentication. Good old safety. Everyone's Thank you, Google. Everywhere. Big shout out to Google and your two-factor. I've got a, yeah. I've got a brother that uh, works in cybersecurity, so he keeps me paranoid all the time. And I watch Mr. Robot, so. <laughs> Good energy. Yeah, I love, I love hacker stuff. Um, but yeah, that could be a thing, too, just to give them. Because I was, did you ever watch VH1 Storytellers? Mm-mm. Um, that was such a good show back in the day. It was, and it really was. Just artists would pick a, um, artists would pick a Rusty. set of what they want to do and then each song they would uh you know what first we're gonna go great we'll tell wait do i drag double click do a double click there we go so great um this song was a song i had for a very long time and uh, wait do i have to click upload click upload and then it'll upload it things to note the name is going to show up on a screen device. Okay. So if you, however the name you want it to appear on Amazon Fire TVs, if people are talking to their TVs to talk to you, okay. or on the Echo Show, like that device that's over there, okay. however you want that to show up, you want to change that. If it looks good, then yeah, just go ahead and click the upload button. Okay, cool. Um, can I change the name here? Definitely. I probably don't need to put uh, Sam Rothstein in front of it, do I? Will it say who the artist this is? This is your creative... It, yes, it'll say Sam Rothstein right Okay, underneath. then I'm not going to add Sam Rothstein in the beginning there. And then if you like the dot .wave on there, you can leave the dot .wave. No, I definitely don't. Thinking about this from a technology perspective, do you think it's safe to assume... I'm asking you because of your place in the yeah, yeah. music ecosystem. Do you think most musicians will automatically want us to delete the dot .mp3 or the dot .wave, or do you think... Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's, yeah, you don't want that. Um, Samir... Chief engineer of Voice First, if you are watching this, know that this is an engineering decision that we'll implement. Yeah, that would... Um, Auto-remove That's the... how, like with that song format that I just showed you right there, that's how most engineers or producers are going to give you the song once it's finished. Like, they don't really care. They're going to let you rename it and whatnot. So it's like, but they hmm. try to make it as like library sort of uh, searchable. So they'll do your name first and the song or whatever. So, all right, I'm going to hit upload. Yeah, this song, I uh, I was, I was sat on it for a long, long time. I had written a hook, and I had the verse, and I knew I wanted my dude Cash's Keys on it. And um, I really practiced it for a long time in front of live crowds just to, like, really make sure it was the one. Um, 
because I honestly, I do that with most of my songs. I've had whole songs, almost whole projects that, you know, I wrote and I never recorded because they didn't do well live. And if they don't do well live in front of real people, I don't really want them on the internet anyway. Even though that's actually probably mm. not a smart thing to do. My most listened to song of my entire career, I've performed maybe twice. And so just because it goes well in a crowd doesn't mean people want to listen to it through headphones. And just because they want to listen to it through headphones doesn't mean they want to react to it live. <laughs> There's two different ways to do music now. It's very, very interesting. So, um, yeah, Great was one of those ones, though, that I was like, I think people are going to want to hear this live. And I think people are going to want to hear this through the headphones, too. So it definitely, like, made the cut. And it was a song I was really proud of. And I just liked that it was a positive song as well. So, First song done. First song done. Yeah, the, uh, let's see here. I, um, this song, I really, really loved the beat. This one is I Don't Know My Name. Yeah, this song is called I Don't Know My Name. And like I said in the other interview, it's really just about um, learning to be okay with negative toxic things in your life as long as it kind of gives you some result, as long as it results in you making it or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. That's kind of what it's about. It's just about, uh, you know, I've always had this. It was, I got part of the hook actually from a... Um, old song of mine that was called My Favorite Things, which was very much on this similar subject. And it, uh, I don't know, it was just a play on the whole, like, these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> that, I've always liked that. And uh, I've always thought about that when talking about stuff. Um, sort of, you know, whether it's the drugs or just the life of, you know, being a selfish young uh, young man in a bored ass Midwestern town. That's what most of my music is about. So, um, yeah. And then this last one, like, is a four letter word. Um, I, it, you know, it's again sort of the same. Well, actually, I was just talking about like is a four letter word. The song that I was doing before was I Don't Know My Name, which is just basically about forgetting who you are. It's about forgetting your identity, um, getting wrapped up in kind of who people want you to be and, you know, stuff like that. Done with uploads? Yep. Good work. Let's do it. We're now on voiceover acting. Okay. You ever done voiceover acting before? Uh, I just sort of. I have. I've at least spent enough time recording my voice that I should be able to do this. Okay. Hey, what the fuck is going on? It's Sam. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's hear that energy. Uh, let's see. Hey, it's Sam Rossi. What's going on? You can ask me where can I listen to your music? How can I connect or play a song? Which you would like? Let me get some water real quick. Cool. Pause. Pausing. And we're back. Wait, no, hold on. I gotta take a drink. Now we're... All right, let's see what we can do. I don't need to wear headphones for this, do I? You do not. Good, because I hate wearing headphones. We'll, we'll play it right out of the computer. I always don't understand, too, why people wear headphones in podcasts. It never makes any sense to me. All right. Hey, what's going on? This is Sam Rothstein, and welcome to my interactive album. You can ask me, where can I listen to your music? You can ask me, how can I connect? Or you can say, play a song. Which one would you like? Stop. Let's hear how it sounds. I don't think I like the first one. I might have to redo it. Hey, what's going on? This is Sam Rothstein, and welcome to my interactive album. You can ask me, where can I listen to your music? You can ask me, how can I connect? Or you can say, play a song. Which one would you like? I actually don't mind it. Did it peak, though? Was it peaking in the 
audio or is that just the speakers just just the speakers. Uh, okay cool just yeah. the speakers my I'm, computer is very hackerish okay i'm cool i'm cool with that one i do love the look of this computer though you look Same. like you've definitely uh you know, crack some mainframes <laughs> and databases with this. <laughs> Had this for years. This is from back when I was in the Air Force. Um, so this is this was built to last. Ah, okay. Oh, so wait. Go to second. I don't know why it should have auto taken you there. Actually, go back to the first. Just to see if it did. Do I there we go. Okay, yeah. So it's still there. We're good to go to second. Sweet. Um, you can ask me where can I listen to music. How can I emit or play a song? You can ask me, where can I listen to your music? How can I connect or play a song? Which would you like? Uh, oh, wait, do I have to hit upload and then I'll do it? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You can ask me, where can I listen to your music? How can I connect or play a song? Which would you like? Yeah, that crackling's just my laptop. That's sweet. And again, if you don't like this, yeah, if yeah, we yeah. look at you can go back on your phone or any computer and just re-upload it for free, unlimited time. That's so cool, man! That I see that was the one functionality about this that I didn't know, and that's huge. Like the fact that you could let the artist do it, like because people are immediately going to get creative with that. People are going to start doing once you get this out to more artists. I guarantee you too. Once you get this outside of Columbus artists, and you get a bunch of rowdy fucking people like in Cincinnati, they're going to do crazy stuff with this. Like just the same way that people, a lot of artists, when they really want to be edgy, they drop albums on Pornhub. They don't like they'll upload albums and music to Pornhub. That's a thing? So, yeah. So you have to go to Pornhub to listen to their album. That's funny. <laughs> I need to meet these people. Yeah, they're out there, man. But um, people are going to do such creative stuff with this that you didn't even like think about or that other artists didn't think about that's what's so exciting about you know the functionality of being able to do it yourself i'm gonna look back on this next year and i'm gonna watch this interview after a bunch of people have gone routing i was like wow sam really <laughs> predicted this whole wave yeah. um let's see this thing while seeing signing off you want to hear more just uh all right yeah Hey, y'all. Thanks for rocking with me. This is Sam Rothstein. I'm getting out of here. If you want to hear more, just say, play music from Sam Rothstein. See you guys later. Hey, You're knocking these out. Yeah, I'm, uh, all these years of being on a microphone finally paying off. <laughs> being on podcasts and shit. Ah. Uh, yeah, you've been on every podcast in Ohio, it seems like. Well, I've been on quite a few, man. Good collaborations. I love them, though. Podcasts is one of my favorite things to do, honestly. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm still working on that one. In the meantime, you can ask me where it goes. Yeah, I don't really know about that one. Uh, but you can ask me where can I listen to your music or how can I connect or play a song. Which one do you want? I already know that one was fire. Yeah, I don't really know about that one. Uh, but you can ask me where can I listen to your music or how can I connect or play a song. Which one do you want? Man, this is so cool, though. You're knocking these out fast. So, uh... Like, it might not even been bad that we took so long up front. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing I always gotta warn people about. It's like... Whatever you're doing with however long it takes normally, it's going to take longer with me, I promise. If there's speaking involved, it's one it's like 
a good quality and a bad quality because I'm a great podcast guest. That's why they keep having me back. Because like I'm sure you've had guests too where you gotta like fucking yank answers out of them and whatnot. It's so annoying. Um, let's see here. Hey, check out my new song and tell me what you think. Oh, wait. You know what? I want to redo that one. Do I just press record again? I was supposed to have deployed this change. I just made a note. In the version, which is not published, stop turns into clear. Okay. For right now, before that's live, you got to just click the refresh button to clear what's been recorded. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. Appreciate no, you being patient. No, you're good. Hey, check out my new joint and tell me what you think. I don't like that one. Refresh. Oh no, what have I done? Skip this version. You did nothing. Hey yo, check out my new song and tell me what you think about it. That one might be too much dead space. And you can't chop it at all, can you? Mm -mm. Oh no. In the current current techno. Alright, let's retry it. That's a good note. <clears throat> hey, yo, check out my new song and tell me what you think about it. Hey, yo, check out my new song and tell me what you think about it. That one works. Last two. Plug for music and plug for social. You can find all my music on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, really anywhere that you can find. Ah, hold on. Let's see. Oh, Apple. All streaming platforms. I'll just say that. That's easy. And something I've wanted to add in on here, curious of your perspective on this as well. Mm -hmm. We don't include in the script your name. Mm -hmm. So you say you can find my music on all streaming platforms, but you never mention at Sam Rothstein or whatever it is that you would search. Okay. I think I want to include right after those at Sam Rothstein the same way that we have it for the platforms. Because in the platforms, we do include it at okay. your handle. Okay. But in these, we don't. Right now, no. Okay. Do you have any thoughts or perspectives? Is it good enough with just <clears throat> saying you can find my music on pretty much every streaming platform and then going right back into it? Yeah. Because in um, my mind, we're not really... Because they're going to be asking Alexa. They're going to be saying, where can I find your music? Mm -hmm. And right now, your response is, you can find my music pretty much everywhere. You can ask me, how can I connect, how can I... Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see a problem with that. Because, I mean, I guess the only thing that you'd have to consider is musicians that have names that aren't spelled like they sound. So, because I have to deal with that all the time, where they're like, yeah, 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 my name's fucking Xenon or something like that. And it's like, well, is that with a Z or an X or how, you know, how is it? Yep. And so, yep. with that, it may need clarification. But mm. with somebody who's just got like a name, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a plus, though, also, if they're kind of at this point, I feel like they already, they already sort of know, maybe. I don't know. That's actually a really good question. Um... Let's try, let's try this again. Let's see. You can find all my music on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Amazon, Google, really any streaming platform. Uh, and you can ask me just how can I connect. You can ask me where can I listen to your music. Or you could say play a song. Uh, which one would you like? 
mindful energy. You can find all my music on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Amazon, Google. <laughs> I need the one. You can find all my music on all streaming platforms like Spotify, Tidal, or Apple Music. You can ask me how can I connect. You can ask me where can I listen to your music. Or you can just say play a song. Which one would you like? want to connect with me you can find me on instagram at sam rothstein official or you can find me on facebook just type in sam rothstein uh, you can ask me where can i listen to your music you can ask me how can i connect or just say play a song which one would you like Sounds good to me. Voiceover done. Good work. Perfect. So Last now, step. Now what do I do? Just press this? That's it. Uh, would like you to read it because um, this is what all musicians are signing and we're trying to be as transparent as possible. Mm -hmm. This was created because Amazon said we had to create an intellectual property agreement because it's your music. Yeah, yeah. It'll automatically sign. That's what you're going to do when you type the digital signature. Okay, where's that? Oh, back here. Mm -hmm. Bam. And now little robots are working in the background. They're taking the voiceover that you recorded. Mm -hmm. The uploads, along with that digital signature, they're wrapping it all together. They're putting it in an Alexa skill, and they're sending it off to certification with Amazon. Mm. Usually takes, um, usually takes like fifteen twenty seconds for this to send, and then once it switches over to dashboard, you're officially in the family. All right, there might be a bug. I forgot to fix. There's a bug I forgot to fix. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Another way I can see people using this mm -hmm. uh, is <clears throat> like, okay, so you guys have it built in to respond to the phrases, you know, like, how can I connect or play a song from whoever and blah, blah, blah. Yes. I guarantee you there are going to be artists that want to have like some secret combination of words that could unlock a whole hidden album or a secret track or something like that. Okay. Like saying a passcode of some kind. I like where this is going. That could be really, really interesting. 
to where it's like, hey, if you want to hear my secret song, you got to guess the phrase, and it's hidden in the lyrics from these albums or whatever, you know what I mean? You can do all types of treasure hunt type stuff with this, too. Yes, new intent. We'll call it treasure hunt intent. Yeah. Because I can just tell when it comes to how, nat how easy and natural it already feels recording those little responses and stuff like that. Because I know within a week I'll probably have better ones thought out in my head and I want to go back in and update it. And I can tell you this right now, that's going to end up being like their audio profile picture, basically. Like that's what it is. And so people are going to want to update it and they are going to want to... Because that's the thing that was most exciting to me about this that when you showed me. It's like, oh shit, you can update this on your own. I thought this was something like... You had to go back here every time to do it or whatever. But the fact that you can update it on your own, I think that's really going to hook artists and get them uh, excited about it because it is like their profile picture. I'm going to say this while we're still on air. The biggest, uh, what I'm trying to do with the platform right now, mm -hmm. I'm kind of, I'm backlogged on these like yeah. sessions, which is great. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. I want people, I'm trying to figure out how to get people around the world to understand this is a live website. Mm -hmm. Any musician can go on. They don't need to be with me. And then they can create this on their own. Yeah. I want to, this week we've had two musicians that have done it. I have never met them. Mm -hmm. Someone named Lil Mood and someone named um, Mr. Experience. Okay. They both created it. I don't know who they are. One of them is based out of India and the other one is based here out of the U.S. somewhere. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to get more people to understand and just start using it. Yeah. Um, cool. You're now in review. Cool. Uh, you've now joined all of these mother freaking musicians that are on the platform. An exclusive club, but not for long. Yeah. Um, Refresh this and it should auto take us. To yeah, that's why. Are we still live streaming on? We stuff? are. Okay. Um, yeah, that's We're why. About to end. I, I feel like if you. Uh, if you saw what ETC was doing, you would be like, oh, okay. Because they both are so, I don't know, they're both like right beside each other in terms of, but like just two very different, you know, things that could very, I don't know, they could definitely help each other. Because like, this is so cool, man. This really is. Thank Welcome you so to the much. Family. I appreciate Welcome. it, man. Yeah. We'll go ahead and shut off these live streams and stay tuned. We're about to show you Sam actually talking to his experience live. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI.